All right, welcome back to Vernacular Podcast. Today, we are joined by Josh and Maureen Goldman. You may have heard their names because we've talked about them on this show before as we've told you how excited we are about the new uh, pop culture podcast on our Vernacular Network, and that is hosted by Josh and Maureen. It's called The Popcast. You should check it out. It's, it's available wherever you get your podcasts. And they do a great job breaking down pop culture for you every week, every Friday. Yeah, every Friday. You can almost set set an alarm to it. It's yeah, like, I'm it's very impressed. By very you guys regular. You guys have a great productive <laughs> schedule. But Josh and Maureen release their episodes every Friday. Um, really good stuff. Josh and Maureen, welcome to Vernacular. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're excited to be here. And you can set uh, an alarm anytime between the hours of 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. Eastern time. So very specific. We've gotten very specific <laughs> about our posting. That's I will say that's remarkably more consistent than we have yeah. been with our posting. So we, I mean, we try to do it every two weeks, but then sometimes it's a little less, sometimes it's a little more. We're doing our best. You guys are doing great. And we love the show. Love hearing you guys tell us all about pop culture, especially the things we miss because... We, like you guys, leave busy lives. We're parents of young ones, so it's always helpful when I can just tune into the podcast on Fridays and be like, what did I miss this yeah, week? Exactly. And, and I like your guys' uh, teaser segment where you can tell me what I have to look forward to coming up. So um, we can talk a little bit more about the show, but first, tell us briefly about yourselves. Uh, who are you? What do you do? Why are you interested in pop culture? Maureen, I'll let you kick this off. Okay, well, we are... Uh, I was going to say newlyweds, but not really newlyweds anymore. We're approaching our four-year anniversary. Wow, happy anniversary. That's exciting. Yeah, thanks. Um, we have a son and a cat, and we live just outside of Washington, D.C. in Northern Virginia. And pop culture is really something Josh is really passionate about. He like does a lot of research on an ongoing basis and has always been kind of talking about it. And I just happen to love watching movies and tv and kind of and you love your husband yeah and i love you so it's actually it's we were joking on the podcast we recorded it tonight for this week and we were joking that like we've never done anything for 11 weeks in a row like this other than maybe be married and eat dinner (laughs) (laughs) those are good things so it's it's been a really fun project so far yeah and i'm josh and uh, i uh, work in communications Mary to Maureen. Um, I do video. I also work in communications. Yes, we both work in communications. I do video and film work as my primary day-to-day work. And I also do uh, some independent film stuff on the side as well. So big into pop culture and very excited to be one of the hosts of this new show. Well, we are definitely excited to have you all aboard our network. And for our listeners' edification, the podcast was not an idea that I had. Uh, Josh was on Third String, which is another vernacular podcast network show. And uh, he was talking about uh, UVA basketball, I think it was, right, Josh, the first time? That's right. Yeah. And uh, at the end of that conversation, when we were no longer on the record or no longer had the record button on, Josh mentioned to me that he was really interested in starting up a a pop culture podcast. And, uh, you know, one thing led to another. And next thing you know, here is Josh recording a pilot episode and um, sending it my way. And uh, it's been really great. So we're really glad to have you guys aboard. We are looking forward to many good things to come for the podcast. For our listeners, once again, the podcast, go check it out wherever you get your podcasts. But guys, while you're on the show here with Vernacular, you know, the theme of this podcast is the art of being human. We like to talk about what it means to live a fully human life. And one of the reasons why I'm excited to have the podcast on the Vernacular Network is because I think perhaps counterintuitively, counterintuitively, perhaps surprisingly for people who don't think about this too much, I think pop culture can tell us a lot about being human. I'm excited to have you guys 
on a weekly basis breaking down storylines in pop culture because I think it's important for us to think about that intersection of of being human and pop culture. So for you guys, if you could sum it up in a few words, what do you think is the intersection of, of pop culture and what it means to be human? So Maureen and I were talking before we came on with you guys just about our different thoughts, and I was worried that we would have the same answer to this. And it turns out we actually have different perspectives on this, so that was actually kind of fun to learn. So I'll give you mine first, and then I'll turn it over to Maureen, and she can sort of give her perspective okay, on this intersection. Good. So my perspective is that the best part about pop culture when it comes to being human is how it can allow you to be introduced to and involved in something outside of yourself so you can look at movies and film and i'm sorry movies and tv and and music and you can experience different cultures without really even having to leave your living room and i think that's a really important thing as we as the world continues to grow it actually continues it 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 gets a little smaller because we have all of these avenues to learn about uh, new cultures and and things like that. And I think that that is one of the biggest things about pop culture that's uh, one of the important things these days is that you can really start to understand, you know, a different point of view or a different culture. And, you know, an example I like to point to is uh, last year um, when we first had our son, we had some late nights, and one of the things that I watched while I was up with the baby was the O.J. Simpson documentary. Oh, it's very oh, good. In America, that. yeah, that was yeah, great. which is an eight-hour-long documentary. If you haven't you seen guys, it, Josh became full-on obsessed with the O.J. Simpson trial. He watched like everything that was ever produced about it. He did all this research, so it really was a, like it spawned it this like love you. of documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yes. I did a lot of reading about it. I was I was following you know the the official retelling. Well, especially that version because it it feels more like a movie or right. a TV show. Than yeah, it's definitely dramatized. So yeah. I would be fact checking as we went along right? because I think you guys are probably in the same boat as us. Like this was not before we were born, but before we were like aware of current events and before right. we followed Absolutely. news headlines. So for for us, it was like oh, this thing that we've always heard our parents talk about, right. like the OJ trial, the right the the Ford Bronco, but we didn't really know the story. Right. So I so the first thing I watched was the documentary, which was a, a production from ESPN. And it the the most fascinating thing about the documentary was that only part of it was dedicated toward to the actual trial for O. J. Simpson. The first like three or four hours were dedicated to race relations in Los Angeles at the time and how that ultimately influenced the entire trial. And that was something I had no idea about before I watched the film. And I just thought it was fascinating that I could learn all of this stuff from a well-researched documentary. And then, you know, I could then watch the FX miniseries and see that play out. And so I just find it fascinating that you can really learn so much about other cultures and other parts of the world through pop culture. So that's my take on the intersection of pop culture and being human. And Maureen has a slightly different take, so I'll let her explain that. Yeah, so my take was... Not totally the opposite, but I had a much more, I was thinking about how pop culture reflects our own experiences and our own culture. So rather than learning about different cultures, more about commentary on what we may be living and what we may be going through. And I think oftentimes, um, maybe especially in like the sitcom and the more um, blockbuster type movies, you often get um, pop culture influencing what 
how we think we should be living or think we should be acting or think we should be doing. So an example that comes to my mind, um, and sometimes it's in more superficial things like, you know, what types of clothing you should be wearing or what becomes then on trend based on what you see stars wearing on TV or things like that, or the way people are decorating their homes and sitcoms and then, you know, certain things. Now with HGTV and all of their amazing decorating shows too, you get a lot of this. Um, it happens on TV first and then it slowly becomes – more than ingrained in our culture. And it's like, oh, well, we should have this in our house. We should. And where does that should come from? It comes from the influence of pop culture in some cases. Um, And one example that I was thinking of is, um, I don't know if you guys watched Friends. Friends was actually something that I didn't watch when it was on live, but I rewatched the whole thing in college. Yeah, same here. On DVD, which was amazing because I could just like go through it. Um, But when it was happening live, when Rachel, played by Jennifer Aniston, got her famous The Rachel haircut, I literally remember – it was like this kind of like bob with layers. And I literally remember girls coming into school with The Rachel and like talking about how they had The Rachel haircut. And it became this like movement through our like school. It was just fascinating. I remember thinking at the time like, okay, this haircut wasn't cool one day ago. But all of a sudden because someone – saw it on TV with this really popular actress playing this really popular character, you know, that kind of became mainstream and it changed. No, that's a very small example, certainly like a haircut, but I just find it fascinating thinking about the ways in which art imitates life and then life imitates art in the sense of popular culture being the art in this case. And I think one of the things that Maureen had said to me that I found really interesting about this is that it goes both ways. Like in the, the set, in the example she gave of people copying the haircut that Jennifer Aniston had, that's that's lighthearted, that's positive. But the, it can also go the other way. And people can be negatively influenced by stuff we see in pop culture. So I think that that's why I think certain TV shows are rated differently. That's why movies are rated differently, because there needs to be a certain maturity level that goes into seeing some of these things so that you can take away the positive things, but leave the negative things on the screen. Yeah. And I think it's also really worthwhile to note, like, We do, at least we do in this house, and I think a lot of people spend a lot of time, leisure time anyway, relaxing by watching TV or watching a movie. And I think that when you're consuming those shows and those movies, it has an influence on you. And so, you know, whether you take that as a positive or negative, I just think it's fascinating to think about um, how we may be influenced by what we're watching on TV, what that says about our culture in terms of, you know, relationship norms or family norms or school norms or education or style or whatever it may be. Um, Pop culture a lot of times is a commentary on where we are in life. So I, I kind of was thinking of it that way. Yeah, I think those are both really good points. I think on your point, Maureen, that um, we need to consume pop culture critically because you're right, not everything that's available is a positive influence. And definitely when when we talk on this show, we talk about what is essential to a truly human life. Pop culture is not essential to a truly human life, but it can contribute in positive ways and negative ways. I think about um, the negative ways that it influences, for example, yeah, you've talked about relationships or body image, um, our expectations for what our life should look like. But I think if we're consuming it with that critical eye, we can also – can, we can also take from it the positive aspects and um, and find ways to to influence pop culture in return. And I think too that um, I like 
Josh's point because I, I had that same revelation about uh, pop culture kind of connecting me to people who are different than me when watching Master of None or anything by – when I listen to Aziz Ansari and Alan Yang talk about their work, they're always about kind of diversity and introducing us to different cultures and perspectives. And um, and I think that those are those are that's a definitely a key way that pop culture is a positive positive um, input into into human life. Yeah, I think yeah. you guys have all hit the nail on the head with a lot of these ideas. I would also add, and Maureen, you touched on this a little bit, but that pop culture is something that we consume collectively. Like we gather around the television to watch a television show. We meet up with friends and go to the movies. We make plans with friends to go to music festivals, all sorts of things like that. We so, meet strangers and it just yeah. is a conversation topic. Yeah. So the consumption of pop culture too in in that more immediate way, I think is a, a it provides a context for our our social gatherings and spending time with one another. And and we sort of end up establishing these like quasi liturgies around our consumption of pop culture. So that's another one. And then I would also add that that pop culture figures are people that we look to for social cues and you guys have talked about this a little bit like even something as um insignificant as a hairstyle but also for bigger things uh, think about the traction that the me too movement has gotten because pop culture figures spoke up and gave victims the uh the the realization that they should and can speak up and would be um would be seen as brave for doing that um so i think that's another one and i, I think also when we look at pop culture figures we we do we do so with an eye to what the human heart longs for, um, you know, recognition, fame, love, perhaps um, notoriety, uh, the sorts of things that a lot of a lot of us, if we're honest with ourselves, frequently long for, perhaps too frequently, and we see that reflected in our pop culture icons as well, for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Those are really great points. I especially like the one, the point you guys brought up about that this pop culture is something that we consume collectively because I do really think um, it may not be essential to being human, but it is almost, I don't know. I'd love your thoughts on this. I feel like it's almost essential to being part of a, a, like a mainstream group. Like I'm thinking about like at work or like water cooler conversation or like, you know, it's, it's almost like on the equivalent level of like being able to talk about the weather or sports. Like this is something that is so common that you can usually use it as like a, a conversation starter with someone who you may not know at all um, or someone who you may not have anything in common with other than this thing. So that was, that's a really interesting point to me about that. It's not completely solitary um, that it is something that, in some ways can create community or help like foster relationship. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a positive aspect of pop culture for sure. I wish we had more time to dissect this relationship more fully, but I think we are, we're at the point where we should probably move this along and give you guys a pop culture themed lightning round if you're ready to go. Okay, we're, we're ready. ready. Okay, so should we, should we answer separately or together? No, let's, let's go separately. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll we'll test the oneness of your marriage as well. Um, <laughs> this will be very interesting. <laughs> uh, so you guys know the rules of the lightning round, I think. Uh, basically, we're going to give you a a series of uh, either or questions, or they're really just or questions. I, I make this mistake all the time. They're not either or; they're just or questions. So it'll be A or B, and you have to answer quickly with A or B, and that's why it's called a lightning round because you have to be as quick as lightning. All right, your first question. We always start off with the same one. 
uh, because this this whole thing is inspired by Bon Appetit. Long story. Basically, we start off with the same <laughs> one. So the first one that we're going to start off with, it's not really pop culture themed. It's it's food themed, but, but butter or olive there. oil. Butter, butter, butter on everything. A. All right. I have to I have to go with olive oil. Oh man. Oh wow. How and do you guys I, and in eat fact, together? In fact, I'm the kind of person who almost uses butter on nothing, and Maureen uses butter on everything, including things that don't really need butter. That's not true. Everything like bread. needs brother. Oh, bread. Oh, bread definitely butter. needs on. butter. Josh. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Josh, you are three to one outnumbered. <laughs> I'm outnumbered. We, we had some bread with one. dinner last night, and I had like a solid three big pieces of bread smeared with butter. It was very yeah. Very I don't good. think our girls Ugh. would eat bread without butter. No, <laughs> We're gonna I mean, have to do shouldn't. dinner all together one day. It sounds like it would be wonderful. Definitely. All right, that was your warm up question, guys. So now okay. now you know how the lightning round works. I know, I know it's a little bit confusing. Um, <laughs> okay, so the first pop culture themed lightning round question. I'll let Sally ask this one. Okay, Emmys or Oscars? Oscars. Oscars. We actually have had a big party several years for the Oscars. It's like Josh's Super Bowl. Oh, that's I awesome. I oh, got really perfect. into it. That sounds like Yeah, a- and actually the Oscars usually fall right around my birthday. I was born on Leap Day. That's a little fun fact oh, for everybody. Oh, that is a fun fact. Wow, so you're and, uh, only like, what, eight years I'm old seven or and something? And a half, seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> So the Oscars fell on my actual birthday, the 29th, a couple of years ago. And so Maureen threw me a Oscar-themed birthday party that we called the Joshkers. Wow. That's, that was adorable. That's great. Very cleverly named by Maureen. Wow. Love it. So yes, the Oscars are our favorite. I wish we knew you guys back then. We could have scored one of those fancy Joshkers invites in the mail. <laughs> um, another fun fact about these parties is that Josh creates a, a fake Oscar called the Golden Goldman. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so we actually have everyone fill out a ballot, and the winner gets to take home a trophy and a pint of ice cream that Josh makes. That wow. is awesome. That is wow. really good. You yeah, guys, so whoever gets the most right, they get the trophy and the ice cream. You guys should and also. It has gone to tiebreakers some years. Oh, good. Yeah. You should have an alternative, or not alternative, but an additional awards night called the Goldman Globes. Ooh. Oh, oh so good. I like so good. that. I like how we've taken this lightning round and just like totally talk too yeah, much. Derailed. We'll try to keep okay. it. We'll That's, try to keep so it too. We'll, we'll, we'll try to keep back, it short. Right back on track. Don't worry about it. It's That's okay. the best kind of lightning round when it gets totally derailed. Okay, here's our second pop culture question: Tonys or Grammys? Tonys. Tonys. Okay, we 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 anticipated that one because Maureen of your musical theater background, so <laughs> not surprised. It's funny there. too, though. I I work in the music industry, and I would still pick Tonys over Grammys. There's just something about the seeing theater on stage i agree i totally know, agree in your, I, I'm, in your home that's really exciting yeah I, if i was choosing to watch emmys oscars tonys or grammys i would actually choose tonys over all mm. the other three well i mean they are the most outgoing you know for a television audience so yeah i think you're onto something that's true all right next one sally you want to take this one yes amazon prime or netflix if you could only have one Mm. Does that mean you can't wait? Does that mean you can't get your your two day shipping? No, 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 no. It's, oh, it's yeah. just the no, stream. No, no, the Prime just the Instant Video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, I was I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, I have to pick Amazon because that's how we. No, have that's my true. Oh, yeah, 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 I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I mean, to us, Prime the Prime expense is basically a foregone conclusion at this point because like, right, yeah. I us too. Can't really imagine. Okay, so then Netflix, hands down. I we yeah. I would say Netflix as well. We haven't really gotten into the Amazon Prime streaming as much as. Except for the okay. marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. Okay. Other than that, yeah, Netflix all the way. The the newsroom is on there. It's not a Prime original, but it's it's on. We watched Prime. it. Yeah. yeah, we watched it back yeah. when it was on HBO. Okay. Yeah. Big fan. Okay, we we talked about Friends already. Friends or uh, our generation's version of it, How I Met Your Mother. Friends. friends. But uh, it's How I Met Your Mother is a close second. Okay. All right. I think that the advantage Friends has is that 
How I Met Your Mother went off the rails a little bit in the later seasons. Totally agree. Friends, Friends was pretty consistent throughout. Yeah. How, how I Met Your Mother just got annoying at the end, I thought. Yeah. 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 Very much so. All right. We've got some comparison questions. Uh, yeah, all, it's kind of a series of... Yeah. All, all about celebrities and pop culture figures here. So uh, the first one, The Battle of the Ryans. Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? Gosling. Gosling. Okay. Although the I Notebook will... Gosling. Uh, Although right. I will say, oh, okay. after... After having seen Deadpool, which is uh, for for the listeners, it it is uh, you know kind of vulgar, but he is really good. Ryan Reynolds is really good in that. But but overall, I'd have to take Gosling. All right, Amy Adams or Amy Schumer? Adams. Adams. Oh man, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, she's, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. she's one of my favorites as well. Almost all of her stuff. All right, Battle of the Michaels here. Michael Caine or Michael B. Jordan? I'm gonna go with B. Jordan. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm really torn. I think for me this is a toss-up, but Lightning I'll say round I'll Maureen. say Kane just to be different. On this <laughs> okay, yeah, you're gonna go with the uh, with Alfred the Butler. Okay, okay, Battle of the Owens, Clive Owen or Owen Wilson? <laughs> Owen Wilson, Clive Owen. I, I would go with Clive Owen as well. Owen Wilson, He's he just too much he has me. one role and he can only too play much. that one role. Yeah, but it's so funny. It is. It, I, yeah, I, I had to watch like over and over again. I'd, I'd pick Owen Wilson. He says he says wow so yeah, many wow, times. Wow, <laughs> just like our son. Yeah. Yeah, um, just like our son. I once saw somebody had had made a mashup of Star Wars lightsaber fights. Oh, I've it, seen that too. <laughs> With just Owen Wilson saying wow, wow instead of the lightsaber wow, sounds. Wow. Well, that leads perfectly into our next question. Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. All right. Jurassic Park or Jaws? Yeah, we did Battle of the Spielberg, Spielberg classics here. So Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good call. I agree. We watched all of them on our honeymoon in... Kawhi. That's awesome. So we are we are very partial to Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, sitcom or drama? Genre sitcom. question. I would go with drama. Okay. Kanye or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. I'd say Taylor Swift. Too. Okay. Um, one more comparison question here: Canadian uh, musicians, Drake or the Beebs? Beebs, the Beebs. I mean, I think that Drake is certainly more talented uh, in terms of his overall. You know, breadth of work. You're just but, qualifying because you're going to say Bieber. But you I love Bieber. I Justin Bieber's latest album was actually quite good. I actually, yeah, I would also. I'm not a fan of Bieber at all, but I am not sure I agree with your Drake talent level assessment. Oh wow! I I think Bieber's actually a more talented musician. I don't know, Zach. Have you ever seen Drake on Degrassi? Because Speaking of talent. I have not. <laughs> yeah, he started as an actor. I'm kidding. It's not super good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have to, have to find some YouTube videos of that. Uh, or don't. Or don't. <laughs> okay, final question. And this might fall flat because I think in the deep, dark recesses of my memory, you guys might have not seen The Crown, but The Crown or Downton Abbey? Oh, I, Downton Abbey. I saw the beginning of The Crown when I was on maternity leave. Okay, so that's your problem, I got, Marine. <laughs> I got a little bored. I stopped. No, no, so I got Downton I like, but love. I love The Crown. You I have to think watch it. it's episode eight of season one of The Crown. It's the episode where Churchill I mean, sits for his portrait. The whole thing too, and he. Oh, wait, what? What? What is that supposed to mean? Well, like, you started being bored. <laughs> even and you Zach kept going. made it through. It's so. not your genre. <laughs> Zach, you were stronger than I was, so uh, I give you credit. So Okay, if I had to pick one of those, I would say Stranger Things, because I've seen neither <laughs> of those. <laughs> nice. Okay. Right, I mean, well, I like that, too. Episode, I think it's episode eight, the one where Churchill sits for his portrait, 
is one of the most masterful hours of television I've ever seen. And if you really need more incentive, you should listen to our two two episodes of Vernacular That's on true. The Crown, season one and it. season two. Wait, Sally, would you pick The Crown over Downton Abbey? Yeah, I could not make it through wow. the first season of Downton Abbey. <laughs> did we make it through the first episode of Downton so Abbey? So I tried it <laughs> okay. in law school, but did not get very oh, far. Gotcha. And then I don't. I think we tried it together. Yeah, we definitely and did. And we I thought like, this is no, really please boring. stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm willing to give The Crown another try if you're willing to give Downton Abbey All right, another try. you have a deal. We'll do it. That's the end of the lightning round, guys. You guys scored a perfect 100%. That was fun. We made it. <laughs> yeah, you made we it. We made it. So congrats on completing a vernacular lightning round, a patented vernacular lightning round that's really just a ripoff of the Bon Appetit lightning round. Food cast. It was fun. So, guys, I think that's it. Thanks so, so much for coming on to talk about the intersection of pop culture and being human and to do our lightning round and to plug your show won you a lot more listeners yeah yeah so (laughs) for listeners go check out the podcast it's a really fun pop culture podcast you can listen to maureen and josh every friday in your friday banter coming through your earbuds directly to you um you guys have three segments right it's the uh snack bag which is just like a an opening segment talking about some pop culture things and then the marquee topic where you guys dive a little deeper into one thing and then you close with the teasers i think the teasers are my favorite part um, there you go. You got it. But they're they're all really fun, and I urge you to take a look at the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Josh and Maureen, thank you so much, guys, for joining us. We look forward to the new episode coming out on Friday. Feeling better than ever when I'm by your side.